you're about to listen to the profound word of God, ministered by Ty Adeshigma, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. Without a doubt, this will be a life-transforming experience as you acquaint yourself with the word of God and develop a rich and rewarding relationship with Him. This message will certainly shape your life, fulfill your dreams, and guarantee your success. Hallelujah. We thank God for this year. Hasn't this been a wonderful year? Are you all all right now? Elections over. Election is over. You see, when it's your time, I said in the morning, it's your time. Doesn't matter what you've done wrong, no matter what you bring into the 10 Downing Street, but it's your time. It's your time. It's just your time. With all the mistakes, with every single thing that goes against normality, he won a landslide. Talk to someone, say, when it's your time, it's your time. I don't care if you're Labour, Green Party, White Party. When it's your time, it's your time. It's just time. And for us as Christians, we believe that whoever God places in government is in government and we pray for them. We believe it doesn't matter my political views or not. I like the guy. That's all I would say before people send me emails. But the point is, I just, this year, plus last year, all over the world, it's been a political earthquake. Everything normal is abnormal. And so, somebody just steps into an abnormal situation and bam, it just works for him. He will succeed. (laughs) Your amens. (laughs) You see, Bible says we should pray for our Jerusalem so we can prosper. I know some of you are not praying. Some of you have an alternative. An alternative country. Even that itself. <laughs> so, you have an alternative. If it doesn't work here, I will go there. That's even that itself. So, this is, for some of us who do not have an alternative, we bless God for what God has done. So, it's over. And so bow your heads for a second. Father, we pray for Boris Johnson. We pray for the people who he would choose to be around him. And we pray for this country. We are in territories never seen before in this entire nation. We've never seen a prime minister just like this. We've never seen an opposition party just like this. We've never seen a clamoring for cessation from Scotland and from Ireland and from Wales. We've never seen a place of total chaos and disunity before. So it is a prophetic period that we're in. But if we as Christians, we do not come together to pray, we will find ourselves caught up 
in this quagmire. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus as a church, we pray for our prime minister. And we decree that you will not do your will, but you will do the will of God. By commission, by omission, by dream, by not knowing, you will do the will of God for this nation in the name of Jesus. Father, we declare in the name of Jesus that this nation will come together. Wounds will be healed. And God, in the name of Jesus, will forge through and we will become great Britain in the name of Jesus. That the glory and the honor will be unto God. In Jesus' name we pray. Someone say, Amen. Amen. So tap someone beside you. Say, Brexit or no Brexit. We are together. You alright? Alright. Let's go into the word of God. We are in a period where we celebrate the seasons, the birth of Jesus Christ. And the birth of Jesus Christ is a time where we supposed to rejoice and be glad and celebrate the season for our Lord coming into this world to shape our lives, to fulfill our dreams and to guarantee our success. And I, I was contemplating on what to preach, but I was still arrested from last week because God says, I haven't finished my message. And he says, I want you to preach again on it's just a dip. It is just a dip. I said, God, how, how is this related to the Christmas message, the Christmas season? And God said, even if you look at the life of Joseph and Mary, it, they had a dip. Mo, Joseph was living a life that was honorable. Joseph was living a life that was holy. Joseph was living a perfect life. And he felt that he should marry a woman who was perfect because she was a virgin. So everything was working. He wanted to have a perfect home, a perfect child, a perfect life. But as they were going on that journey, as he hooked up with Mary, everything looked great. His vision was on track. His life was on track. Everybody celebrated when they got together. But there was what? A dip. The dip was, he suddenly finds himself trying to deal with a situation he had nothing to do with. Here Mary comes and says, I'm pregnant. Joseph says, for who? Because as far as I'm concerned, I'm a virgin. You said you're a virgin. I don't understand how this happens. He said, I can't deal with this because the vision I have for my life is a vision that goes smooth and with perfection. This is not what I signed up to. And suddenly, before you know anything, God intervenes into his perfect life and says, that dip comes from me. <laughs> that, that, that dip, that, 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 that valley you suddenly found yourself in, that you don't have an understanding, comes from me. That, that, that child inside your wife-to-be is mine. You know, there are sometimes you can fight someone. But you can't fight someone you can't see. And so Joseph could not fight God he couldn't see. But he had to find himself in a valley. 
He found himself in a dip. He found himself in a ditch. He found his life taking a detour in such a way he's never thought about before. And this Christmas story relates exactly to our lives. And based on the scripture I shared last week on Psalm 84, verse 5 to 7, he says, What joy for those whose strength comes from the Lord. I love it when we prayed for strength this morning. What joy whose strength comes from the Lord. Who have set their minds. Someone say minds. They set their minds on a pilgrimage to Jerusalem. They set their minds that I'm going somewhere. Joseph set his mind that I am going to marry a virgin. I'm going to marry a woman. I'm going to build a family. He set his mind on peace. The word Jerusalem means what? Peace. So he set his mind to have a peaceful family. He didn't set his mind that he would be an outcast. He didn't set his mind that he would be ostracized. He didn't set his mind that people are not going to love him the way they used to love him. Because he didn't tell anyone that he's not the person who owns the pregnancy. So there was no marriage, there was no traditional, there was no dancing, there was no cake, there was no wedding dress, there was no white long trail dress, there were no uh, uh, there, there were no uh, best man and, and chief bridesmaid, there were no uh, 14 people that I see on a train when people want to get married. There was all that was no more there. Maybe he placed a deposit to get married in Brentwood somewhere uh, down the line, but he now found out that he can't get married anymore because he can't marry someone who's already pregnant, so he he lost his deposit. All that was going on with him because he set his mind on Jerusalem. But listen, he says, when they walked through the valley of weeping, so Joseph must be crying somehow. Mary also is crying because Mary is saying to Joseph, I didn't do this. Joseph is saying, God spoke to me. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And men say, it is fine in your face, but when they're alone, they are logical and they can't really compute what is happening. I remember some time ago when we were believing God for a child and my wife came to me after like the eighth year and says, how exactly do you feel? I looked at her and I said, I'm not going to answer that question. She said, no, I just want to know, you know, we're married and you know, we should tell each other everything. That's the day I knew, no. Uh, I said, I just bless God because when God brought you to me, he told me to marry you with or without a child. Uh, he says, I just want to know. And I'm thinking, girl, if I tell you I'm not bothered, you will tell me I'm not making the effort. Uh, if I tell you I'm bothered, then you get more depressed. So, you know what? I am fine by myself. I'm fine with you. I'm not telling you what happens in the secrecy of the dark nights when you're sleeping. But right now, what I'm saying is, I'm fine. I'm sure Joseph was like that. I had my life planned out. I thought, get married. One year, we enjoy ourselves. Play over, all over the place. Whoa. God has to clean your minds. <laughs> Jesus. You guys are so... Your minds... Need to wash it. So we decided to play all over the place. 
And then we said after one year, let's get ready for business. One year turned to three, three turned to four, four turned to eight, eight turned to ten. It was a dip. And somebody has asked me, how long am I going to be in that valley? I don't know. Because it's a dip. It's just a dip. But listen to what happened. He says, it will become a place of refreshing spring. The autumn rains will clothe it with blessing. Even in the valley, God will clothe you with blessings. He says, they will continue. Listen to this. They will continue to go stronger. And each of them will appear before God in Jerusalem. The aim is that place of peace. So last week, I spoke about the valley of Baca. It says, it says, it says, it says, the valley of weeping is the valley of Baca. It's the valley of tears. Such a valley, we are said, exists between the Jordan and Jerusalem. Sometimes we have a dip. Sometimes we just get bad news. Sometimes we go from our Jordan, which is to descend, to be able to go to our Jerusalem, which is peace. Baca represents trials and troubles of life. The painful experiences that causes us to weep. And this year, some people may have got bad news. Some people got good news. Some people are not where they expected to be. Some people are right now in a dip. We're in a dip. But that dip, that slum, that we all hit when things get hard, is sometimes just before where things get great. It's just a dip, guys. I felt it's just a dip. I'm going to do a detour from the first service. I remember one of my friends, I'm not sure if I told you before, we were in the same class before. And this is, not, this is way back when I was in exile in Africa. We were in the same class. And while I was in exile in that class, you understand, looking at my Jerusalem, which is England, uh, I had to go down to Jordan. Uh, and while we were there, this guy didn't do particularly well. And the difference between there and here is you just don't go to the next class just anyhow. You've got to pass. If you don't pass, you have to repeat the class. Repeating the class is a stigma. I remember this guy had to repeat the class. And all of us went forward and he had to repeat the class. How I wish I repeated the class with him. Because he's not repeating anything now. Since that year he repeated the class, he's always been ahead of everybody. Still today. Something snapped. Something changed. Something just changed with him. Bam! The guy who was last was first. Finished with a first class. And lives in a first class house. While the rest of us were praying. It's just a dip. It may not look good now, but it's just a dip. And so my encouragement is, so what do we do when we go through a valley? How can we push through that dip, that, 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 that temporary place of weeping? What do we do? What did we see through the life of Mary and Joseph? What did they do? What exactly was going on in their mind? Uh, what did go, what went through the mind of these guys on pilgrimage that they knew they're going through that valley of Baca, but how did they push through it? I said, number one, you've got to stop worrying. Tap someone beside you, say, stop worrying. Come on, I want to encourage someone, don't keep worrying, don't keep worrying. Worry is a sin because it displaces God in your life. And when you and I worry, we're living as though God does not exist. 
Number two, I said keep what? Keep walking. You've got to keep walking. Yea, though I walk through the darkest valley. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will what? Fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You've got to see the valley as a, not as a negative. But all valleys are not negative, it's just a dip between one mountain and the other. Valleys are temporary. I know that whatever I go through, whatever you go through now, no matter how bad it is, that it will come to pass and you will make it through. And as I was about to run this and pitch another message, God said, I've got two more things you need to do. Two more W's you need to sort out. I said, God, what? He says, when you are going through a valley, when you go through a dip, keep watching. Keep watching. Meaning, don't stop looking. I'm like, God, what are you saying? He says, when you are going through a valley, keep watching the shepherd." As he is your navigator through the valley. Don't take your eyes off the shepherd. The Lord, Psalm 23, verse 1. He says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me want to lie down in green pastures. He leads me. Someone can't lead you if you don't keep looking at them. He leads me beside what? The still waters. That means there's some waters that are off. But if you keep looking at the shepherd, the sheep have to follow the shepherd. When they follow the shepherd, he leads them beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the what? Path of righteousness for his name's sake. You've got to learn to keep looking at the shepherd. Psalm 16 verse 8. He says, I always put the Lord in front of me. I will not stumble because he's on my right side. The, the contemporary English verse says, I've always put the Lord before me. I will always look to you as you stand beside me and protect me from fear. I always put the Lord before me, in front of me. The problem is many people are looking at themselves and other people to get them out of the valley. The valley is just a dip. You've got to recognize that. If I'm, Jerusalem is where I am going. This is the valley. And many people, they're messing up in their valley because of who they're looking at. If I'm going through a valley right now, where I'm going is right up there. I'm going right up there, but I have to go through a valley. Listen to this carefully. Arnold, go up Stay up there for me for a second. So here we are. I may have to go through John. So I'm here right now with him. But as I'm here with him, God wants to take me to a higher place. This may be my 2019. But God wants to do great things for me in my 2020. But listen to what he's saying. He says, I may have to take you through the valley. You may have to descend to be able to go up. But most of the time, what we don't... Oh God. Most of the time, what we're doing in the valley 
is we stop looking at the author and the finisher of our faith. I start to look at Arnold. He's married. I'm not. I start to look at Arnold. He's got a child. I haven't. He's got a good job. What is happening to me? His life seems to be in order. You don't realize that he is on his mountaintop. And two things may have happened. He may have just arrived at his mountaintop from another valley. So he's still enjoying the provision God has for him. But my mountaintop has exhausted. The time is up. And God wants to take me to another place. But if I'm going to go to peace. If I'm going to go to my Jerusalem, I have to come down here so I can go up there. But the only problem I have is that I either, come on, I either, he looks like the shepherd. He looks like Jesus. I either keep my eyes on Jesus or I keep my eyes on people or keep my eyes on my failure in the valley. You got to understand this in 2019. 2019, some people say, oh, I want to put it behind me. Why? 2019 doesn't supposed to be behind you. It's part of the journey. You have to go through 2019 to get to your 2020. You got to go past through this to get to where you're going. And God is saying, I want to take you higher. I want to take you up there. Meaning that if I can Put my eyes on Jesus and not look at my problem. He will guide me. How long I'm going to be there, I don't know. But bam, I will keep following him. Because where I'm going is not where he is anymore. Sometimes I have to go far from him. Where he wants to take me is where? Up there. So I keep going. He leads me beside the valley. He leads me beside the still waters. So I keep following him. I keep following him. I keep going. Welcome to church. I keep going. I keep going up. I keep following God. I'm going all the way up. And many people don't see me anymore because I'm going through a valley. I'm going through. Oh, welcome everyone up here. God bless you. This is my second church in second service. Ah, I keep going up here. I'm following him. And as long as I follow him, God takes me to a higher place. Now... I'm up here. The difference is I am higher than where I started from. That is my 2019. This is my 2020. Uh, You're supposed to cap your 2020 here, right? This is my 2020. If I kept my eyes on my 2019, if I kept my eyes on Arnold... I wouldn't go to Jerusalem because my eyes and my focus will be on my failure in the valley. I will stop walking. I will keep worrying and I will stay there without knowing that there are beautiful, wonderful folks that are up here. Some who have failed to come for their appointments. <laughs> 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 but, 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 but God wants me to go to another place so I can minister to another set of people. God wants me to go to a higher place because He wants to connect me to another set of people. 
God wants you to go to a higher place because he's saying where you used to be, you can no more stay longer there because if you stay longer there, you will not go to get to my destiny. You will not get to the place where I want you to be. It's just a dip. It's just a dip. But I only got here by not looking at my circumstances, but looking at Jesus who took me through the valley, up the stairs, and made me stand higher than where I used to be. The guy I went out with, not me, but I'm just using that example. Uh, the, the guy you went out with was a guy who would only keep you in your valley. You had to leave him to go to your mountaintop. Uh, so 2019 was a disappointment. He, he dropped you. But he didn't realize that Jesus orchestrated him to drop you. So you can take your eyes off the person who you thought would be your savior. To the God who is able to lead you beside the still waters. I need to encourage someone that that job you didn't get was because God wanted to sort you out in the valley. That, that appointment that you didn't get was because God wanted to sort you out in the valley. And most of us, we, 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 we turn our focus from off Jesus and we keep ourselves in the valley, in the deep, without recognizing that all things work together for good for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Am I getting an amen up here? I love preaching up here. Okay, it's really sorry. There's something happening up here. God wants to take you higher. But you have to go through a valley. The, 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 the dip doesn't mean there's problems. Look at everyone. They're either looking behind, looking up, because when God takes you up, people will have to keep seeing you up. If you stay where they are, they're going to look down at you. 2020, they will look up to you. Amen. The point, throw me my handkerchief. Someone, run, I'm throwing my handkerchief. My, my yeah, protocol in training. I'll get it. I'll catch it. I'll catch it. I just catch the handkerchief. <laughs> See, the major problem most of us have is this. Because we look at Goliath and we take our focus off God. When David looked at Goliath, Goliath looked at David. He says, you scallywag. I know you've got some muscles, but I'm not sure David had anything. You scallywag. They couldn't find anyone else to fight me and they brought you, this skinny boy, to come and fight me. He says, you know what? I'm going to destroy the whole of Israel, starting from you. The guy looked at him. He said, you big buffon. You are so big that I can't miss. My wash short won't even miss. You know, if they enlarge the post and they tell you to take a penalty, even your wash short, you will score. He says that. But also, because you talk too much, man, I will decapitate your head. And I will feed it to the birds of the air. Because God's eyes is upon the sparrow. Eh? So the sparrows are hungry right now. Your head is their meal. He said, how dare you defy the armies of God? Some of you have to learn to talk in your valley to the devil. 
He talked to them daily and he says, I may be young, I may be in a place where I can't wear the armor, but my focus is not on Goliath. My focus is on a God who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, far above what I can ask. My focus is not on my 2019. My 2019 is just a valley, it's just a dip. I may have made a mistake in my 2019, but my 2019 is just a dip. It's just a dip. And because it is a dip, whenever I fail, I know that he is with me. So far, I keep watching. And after a while, when you spend some time up there, God says, he's the shepherd, it's time to move again. So I hold on to the shepherd. Goodbye, everyone. See you later. And then we keep moving. We keep moving. The point is, many people like sitting down where they are. But God is saying, I want to move you. I want to move you. And so we go again, and we go through another dip. At that particular time, you may see me. I don't know what is happening. At the end of the day, God is going to take me out again. He's going to bring me through the valley. He's going to make me move. And because I keep my eyes focused on him, and when I keep my eyes focused on the shepherd, he says, now it's time for you to leave for where you are, and then I'm going up again to another mountain. It is just a dip. The difference between that place and this place is not me. It is who I follow. It is who I follow. Don't be distracted by the storm. Peter should have focused on the world, not the world. He should have focused on covenant, not crisis. He should focus on the promise, not the problem. He should have focused on the sound of the voice of the master and not the sound of the voice of the storm. Looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. And that's why when the psalmist couldn't say anything else, he says, I will lift up my eyes to the hills whence cometh my help. What, 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 what did he say? My help comes from, what? from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. He, he, he said, he said what? Suffer thy foot, thy foot to be moved. What did he say? The Lord, the Lord that he keeps me even in the valley. Ha! He will not, he will not slumber nor sleep. Come on, someone, come on, so Lord, Lord, Lord is thy keeper. Did you hear that? That's what I do in the valley. Why? I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. Upon thy Even there. Oh, the sun. sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. Why? He shall preserve thy soul. I'm sure that was what David was Even saying. Forever. Even forever. I want someone to look at 2019 and just say, you know what?
when you keep watching God, a psalmist pains, he says, why should I feel discouraged? Why should the shadow come? He was asking a question. He says, why should my heart what? For what? I'm not what? Forever and all. I'm sorry, it wasn't as slow as that. When Jesus, when, when Jesus, Jesus is my portion, is anyone listening to that song? A constant prayer. That's why my eyes is on is his. He. What did he say? Is his eyes? His eyes. Is his eyes. When you watch Jesus, when you keep looking, two things happen. While you're watching, he's watching for you. He looks after you. You know why? Because there's a rod and there's a staff. He watches you while you're in the valley. He says, I will go before you. I will make the crooked pastry. He said, you'll be led forth in peace. You will go out to enjoy mountains and hills. Will break forth in singing before you. He says, I'm the God who will lead you, and then also I'm your rear guard. Listen to me. When you keep looking to God, not only do you watch Him, but He watches you. And I know He watches me. I want everyone to lift their voice and say, I think. <laughs> I think. Because But he says, you should start walking. Because here though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, when I walk through the valley of Baca, he makes the well. And then he says, you should keep watching because I'm the one that will lead you from one mountain top to the next mountain top. But he says, while you're there, you can still sing. While you're there, you can still sing. You can sing because you're happy. Not because of the situation, but because of God. And what does that mean? Start worshipping. As you close this year, don't stop worshipping. Psalm 34, verse 1 to 3. Let's read it out loud. He says, I. Somebody say, I. I. Come on, upstairs. Don't let me come up again. He says, I, I. will praise the Lord praise no matter what happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need you to say this with coming. Say it again. Say, I, I will praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, that's too weak. Say, I, I 
will praise the Lord no matter what happens. He says, I will constantly speak of His glories and His grace. I will boast of all His kindness to me. Let all who are discouraged, what? Take heart. Let us praise the Lord together. Let us exalt His name. Listen to me. He says, I will praise the Lord no matter what happens. Let me calm down and say this to someone. The devil's aim for you this year is that you should speak about his achievements. Worship says, I really don't care what the devil has done. Ah, I worship sees beyond the crisis of the hour. And it sees a God who is worthy of worship regardless of how life is going. Listen to me. When I worship God, I drown the enemy's voice. When I worship God, I drown the mistakes of the past. When I worship God, I drown the fear of the present. When I worship God, I drown the walls of Jericho. When I get on my knees and say, God, oh, you are worthy of my praise. You are worthy of my worship. I may be through a valley, but I'm not going to glorify the devil. The devil wants me to worship him. He says, just bow down before me. And Jesus said, it is only the Lord God you shall worship. So no matter what I'm going through, I would lift my hands and I would say, God, you are still worthy of my praise. Do you know how mad the enemy is? When you're in the midst of a dip and you say, I will worship God. I will stand with my hands raised and worship. Because no matter what you have or have not done, you are God and there is none beside me. The Bible says Jesus is looking for those who will worship him in spirit and in truth. God is looking for you to give him the best to him, not just a remnant. God is not blessing those who murmur. God is blessing those who worship. How do I learn to worship God? It's because I decide within myself that I will celebrate where I am. I know I don't, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm going to celebrate the God who has kept me. I'm going to carve out an attitude of gratitude. I'm going to say, God, I give you all the praise and all the glory. It is after that that goodness and mercy will start to follow you. It's after that that God says, this is a person that worships me regardless of what I what they're going through. Because God is not going to be brought down to your problems. No. He says, I'm the God of the valley. I'm also the God of the mountaintop. God will never know who you are unless he takes you through the valley. I will never know who my wife is unless we have a dip. It is when we have a dip that the authenticity of our marriage starts to come out. Our marriage may be good on the mountaintop, but when we go through a problem and we start to look at each other and we start to say, I still love you, you start to feel something rise up on the inside of you that my husband is not there because of my weight, not there because of my body, not there because of what I can give him, but my husband is there because he's just there. My wife is there because she's just there. And though I may walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. If you don't know how to worship God today, you are worshiping what the enemy is doing. Ha! Worship means it is not based on what God does. 
Worship is based on who God is. So my 2020 is going to bow to my attitude of 2019. I will. Ah, I didn't hear you. You know what we're going to do? This, this afternoon, to stand, I want you to lift up your hands. I want you to. I want. Just lift your hands. Say, I bow. The way you're doing it doesn't even show. month of January, many times we wait for a song. It's just a dip. But in the dip, you've got to end up worshipping God. I, I can't give you anything else. Because your failure to worship God sets you on odds against God. You're looking at me. No, 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 no. I'm not going to lead you in a song for now. I just want you to lift your hands and just sing any song that comes out from your lips. Or says, God, I just, I want to praise you for this dip. Just going to say, God, I just acknowledge you as my Lord and my Savior, my Shepherd. I don't want to give you a song. I don't want to give you a song. I, I want you to learn to speak to God. Upstairs, downstairs. I, 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 I want you to learn to talk to God. Don't ask Him for something. Tell God, God, you are still my Shepherd. Tell God, you are still my Advocate. Tell God, I know you have your works planned out for me. Tell God, God, I want to praise. I want to worship you. I'm giving you space right now. I want you to worship Him. 
Come on, young ones. Come on, my young ones. Come on, my homies. You've got to learn to do this. The guy left you alone. Worship him. The guy left you alone. Worship him. You didn't get the job. Worship him. You're, you're, you're going through some stuff. Worship him. You got bad news. Worship him. I need someone to say, God, you are a heavier place. Come on, someone. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Come on, lift your voice, lift your voice, lift your voice. Let me hear a sound of worship. Let me hear a sound of worship. Just a sound of worship. A sound of worship because when I go through a valley, I have to stop worrying. I have to keep walking. I have to keep watching uh, while I'm watching him. I'm going to still worship him. Bow down before the Lord. Worship the God. We can't give you everything in church. We give you the songs. We give you the Bible passage. We give you the message. I want you who came to worship God this afternoon to say, God, you are worthy. Leave the person beside you. Raise your hands in adoration. Start to give Him worship. Come on, start to praise Him. 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 Just lift your eyes. Lift your voice. Lift your eyes. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Come on. Yeah. I need someone to say, God, you are wonderful. Can I ask you just to lift both hands? In my spirit right now, God is saying some people are ignoring me. We want to praise you, God. You are worthy of our praise. Just say, God, you're worthy of my praise. I'm not feeling it right now, but I'm saying it. Hey! You are worthy of my praise. Oh! We magnify you, God. Tears may be coming down your eyes because of the tough year you've been through, but you were worthy of my praise. I may be going through a valley, but you are worthy of my praise. I heard some bad news, my health is not in order, but you know what? You're still worthy of my praise. Raise it, raise it, raise it just another minute. We raise you. Hey, let the fruit of your lips rise.
I've told you to lift your hands quite a number of times but we lift our hands and even in this, as this year is about to end we want to say holy are you Lord holy are you Lord I want you to come from your heart right now hey come on Guys, don't worry about the introduction. Let's lift it up. Hey! Is your name. Come on, someone. We worship Just say, I worship your mind. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Holy eyes. Holy are you to say worthy worthy is your name is your name we worship we worship come on come on come on awesome God awesome God awesome God come on say
decide to the Almighty God. Say, God, I'm in the valley, but I'm waving in I'm waving goodbye to 2019. And I'm welcoming 2020. That I'm going through a deep now. So today, from now on, till we exit this year, Joseph didn't worry. Joseph kept walking to Jerusalem, to Bethlehem. Joseph and even the wise men, they keep watching, keep looking at the star. But then at the end of the day, they came to worship, even in that difficult time, thinking frankincense, gold and mare. Tonight, today, this afternoon, SMO, you're my king. My king. Even with tears down my eyes, I just say, God, I worship you. No other God like my God. And while saints are praying right now, I'm saying, God, I, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for this year. I will stop murmuring. I'm just going to give you thanks. Maybe you're in church this afternoon. You've never given your life to Jesus. You've never said, Jesus, I want you to be my personal Lord and Savior. Because you're looking at the problem. You're looking at people. You're looking at the problem. You're looking at people. You're looking at yourself in the valley and you think you're a failure. And God is saying, if you, if you, if you can just look at me, Jesus... If you could just watch me, watch me. I, I, I took a deep. Listen, 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 listen. Watch me. Watch me, Jesus. Watch me. Because I also took a dip. I had to go from one mountain to another mountain. My first mountain was my bath. Then I went through a dip and I came to my second mountain which was turning water into wine and going in the desert and coming out and my fame went forward but when I kept walking I took another dip and I was crucified on the cross and when I was crucified it was a valley it was dark even I Jesus had to say Lord Lord why hast thou forsaken me and then I died but I took a greater dip because they threw me in a tomb. But everything was towards my Jerusalem. And on the third day, I rose. If I kept looking at my valley, I would never rise. Some of you, you will rise. No, all of you will rise. But maybe there's someone here today who needs to rise from the slums of unbelief to the heights of belief and if you're in church this afternoon and you've never said jesus be my lord and savior or you've backslidden because you went through a valley a dip you, there was a dip in your life so you, you got dropped god is calling you back home if you want to give your life to jesus if you want to say jesus i want to see you through this valley
and I'm talking to you. I'm not going to call you to come forward. But wherever you are, while all heads are bowed and every eye closed, quickly lift up your hands upstairs or downstairs and say, Pastor, you're talking to me. I need Jesus in my life. I need to give my life to you before this year runs out. Anyone upstairs or downstairs before I close? Just wave at me and put your hands down. That's fine. Anyone upstairs before I close? Now, God, I, I'm going through a valley, but you're with me. Father, we thank you for the rest of us one more time lift your hands in surrender that I surrender because you're watching everything ah. yeah 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 we hold nothing that's a worship to say this to someone that he's watching he's watching he's watching over you he's watching over you you're watching over me you're watching over me even while you're going through the valley over me no matter what I go through somebody you gotta know that the shepherd is over you no matter what happens he will hold you he will keep you Always watching. You're my shepherd. You're always watching.
Father, we thank you because you're watching over us. Ooh, boy, you take your watching over me. Hey. You're watching. Hey. You're watching. You're watching. You're watching. Come on, someone. You're watching. You're watching over me. You're watching. You're watching. If you want to sit down, you can sit down. If you want to stand, it's fine. I just want you to know He's watching over me. You're watching. You're watching. You're watching. Hey, you're watching. Father, we thank you, we bless you, we glorify your name. I want someone to give God a crazy praise this afternoon. That's not a crazy praise, a crazy praise comes from the inside. You can do that one more time. Give God a praise in the house because He's watching. Amen. You've been listening to Ty Adeshugba, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. We hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, visit us at www.worshiptabernacle.org.uk. Alternatively, call us on 020-7435-3939. You can find us at the Citadel, Worship Tabernacle, 131 St. John's Way, N19 3RQ, Archway, London. Thank you for listening.